You're listening to the Real Estate Runway Podcast, powered by Quattro Capital, where we are all about alternative business and investment strategies to help you amplify life and maximize wealth. Here's your host, the recovering engineer turned multifamily investor, Chad Sutton. All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Runway Podcast. I am so excited to introduce to you today, Dr. Aaron Hudson and Ro Markovich, both of whom are business partners of mine in the multifamily space. But guess what? They are serial entrepreneurs and they are at it in multiple fronts. Today, we're going to talk about a business that they are pioneering in providing luxury shipping container homes as turnkey investment properties, literally Airbnb in a box with a guaranteed 10% per year return. How do you do that, you ask? We're going to get into it. A little background on my partner, Erin. She is a doctor of chiropractic medicine, a mom, and a real estate investor based in Texas. She owns several conventional and shipping container homes that she rents as Airbnbs. Ro Markovich is a former instructional designer and now a full-time commercial and single-family home investor. Ro is based in Atlanta, Georgia, and currently looking for land in the area to start a new container home project. Ladies, welcome to the show. How are y'all doing today? Thank you. So good. Thank you so much for that awesome intro, Chad. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, I have to get my words in first because as soon as you two start to speak, there's no comparison. So I'm so happy to have you on the show today. (laughs) But hey, you know, I know we are really focusing on these container homes today. So let's just get right into it. You know, what is a shipping container home? Go, Aaron. You're great at this. Well, listen, some people are like, what in the heck is a shipping container? So let's just throw it out there. You see those big cargo ships and you see the big metal boxes that are on top of those cargo ships. That is exactly what we are talking about. Metal shipping container. And we convert it into a tiny home. Why? Because people are looking for this experiential living experience. Come in and stay in overnight in a shipping container. It's odd. It's different. And who doesn't want to try that? That is so exciting. And it's such a novel concept. So like, I I can't even wrap my head around how you do that. So you're taking a big metal box and somehow turning it into a home or at least a rental that someone would want to spend time in. Like maybe just kind of help us picture what that looks like, y'all. Sure. So really what it is, is it's this big metal box and the manufacturer that we work with comes in and literally gets his tools, cuts out windows and brings in spray foam insulation and sprays the whole inside. And then we luxurize it. So you see a lot of these container homes and they're like man caves. You have them at hunting lodges and so on and so forth. And so I think you all know this. He who solves the biggest problem gets the biggest paycheck, right? That's right. So (laughs) I ended up linking up with this gentleman that is manufacturing these shipping container man cave little places. So I went in and I said, hey, listen, let's talk shop for a second. What if we could take this container that you have and we luxurize it and put in shiplap throughout and recessed lighting and faux beams on the top and really cool looking sinks and retro refrigerators and, and microwaves. And he said, well, I don't know how to do any of that design work. I, you know, I've never heard of it. I've never done it. I said, awesome. What if I show you exactly how to do that? Would you be open to creating it? And so he said, well, as a matter of fact, I would. 
And so I told him exactly how Rowan I wanted to dial this out. He did it and you're never going to believe what happened. He thought we were a little bit crazy at first. He designs our shipping container. It's completely done. He's got all these pictures of it. He gets a phone call of this guy that wants to come out and check out this so-called shipping containers that he creates. And what happened? He walks in, he stumbles upon our beautiful red shipping container that's completely luxurized. (laughs) And he straight up says to the gentleman, you know what? Scratch that man cave that I wanted you to do. Could I just buy this one right here, right now, today? And so I got a phone call and he said, Aaron, I know that you ordered this, but the truth of the matter is if I could recreate another one for you, do you mind if I just sell this? And he did, and he sold it for double of what he was going to charge or let's just anyways, double of what he charges me and wrote to do him. He, so he made off selling that container to another individual. So, so y'all, y'all literally like Chip and Joanna Gaines, these shipping containers, right? I mean, you literally like turn them into white ship lap, these bright, this boutique luxury, little pretty things, right? This is not a antlers and dark colors, hunting logs. It's a rusty container that people would envision, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. They're gorgeous. Erin's got a great aesthetic. She's wonderful at designing and coming up with the furnishings and the style for them. I went out to Texas to, to lay my eyes on these things in person when we started talking about partnering on this. And I was really surprised. You know, you think shipping container, how, how great can that be? But these things come in two sizes. They're 20 feet long and they're 40 feet long. The 40-footer has a, it's a separate bedroom. You'd never think there'd be that much room in there. 20-footer is more like a little studio apartment, but you know you you accessorize with things that make the most of the space, right? Like your eating space is also your desk and things like that. There's plenty of room in there. You, you wouldn't believe it. It's, it's so luxurious and nice. And you have all the amenities you'd expect out of a luxury place to stay. You know, got hot water and heating and air, like all the things. Super well-made, very impressive construction. And, Super nice. That is incredible because, I mean, these, correct me if I'm wrong, these things are literally designed to carry, you know, like sensitive electronics or whatever else across the saltwater ridden ocean, right? So you're not worried about these things leaking or anything, I presume, right? Yeah, that's right. There's an actual rating called cargo worthy, and all our containers are rated cargo worthy. It means they have solid floors, welded seams, they're, they're, completely watertight and solid construction, welded windows, et cetera. So y'all have stumbled upon something here because, I mean, the name of the game, especially with the listeners of this show, is how do we buy assets and how do we generate passive income, right? One known method is go buy a house in an area where they allow this, right? Nashville kind of struggles with this sometimes. But go buy a house in a popular area and list it on Airbnb or VRBO or something like that and get that you know vacation rental income, right? Well, Let's kind of contrast the economics here a little bit because sure, I can go buy a two or three hundred thousand dollar home and do this, right? Why would I choose to buy a container instead? I mean, what's the barrier to entry there? I think there is a couple different reasons as to why you would do that. Number one, when you buy a shipping container home from us, we can literally have it built and ready to go on your land within 30 days, and you Whoa. have a cash cow asset sitting right there before your eyes. And then, second of all, Another reason is when you look at your return on your investment, this is like the lowest hanging fruit, lowest barrier of entry. Why not? So I'm going to break down those numbers for you, Chad, because your audience is probably going to have their mind blown right now. Let's get some economics. I love it. Check this out. As of right now, yes, building supplies and so forth are continuing to go up. 
So as of right now, a 20-foot shipping container is $30,000 to have it completely finished out, done, and on your place of wherever you would like to drop it. We, wait, wait, wait. You, you said $30,000? $30,000, friend. As in less than the down payment for a typical Airbnb home. You got it, friend. Okay, I'm intrigued. Keep going. Get ready. This is like the shopping network because it only gets better as I start. <laughs> so check this out. We plop and drop on your land. We highly recommend individuals to go to a website called airdna.co. If you pay 10 or 15 bucks, they'll give you the numbers in your area, what your occupancy rates are, what your high season, what your low season is on what you can get per night. We will tell individuals, do not go in a place where you know that you can't get at least 40% occupancy. Why? Because that is going to ensure the success of the individual, number one. Number two, let's walk through this. We want to be able to get at least $125 a night first day. It is completely doable. When you're looking at the cost for a hotel and et cetera to stay, right? So we figure if you rent 25% of the time on your Airbnb in a box, that is Friday and Saturday nights at $125 a night, right? Times eight nights, that's $1,000 a month. $1,000 a month, friend times 12 months equals $12,000. You take that $12,000, you divide it by 30,000, and you're talking about a 40% return. Yes, I said it, 40% return on your money. That is wild. Where in the world could you get that? With a Airbnb in a box that is completely durable and the upkeep is like this. And then hold on, one more thing. I told you it was like a shopping network infomercial. I get my bill every month. It costs me $24 a month for my utility bill to run the electricity on a mini split AC unit. And wow. So I don't know about you. You can literally pay these off in two years, like maybe even one if you really got after it, Yes, depending on your occupancy. Yeah, that's all low end occupancy. And that's on. Yeah. Because you said that was what percent occupancy? 25? 25%. Only eight nights a month. We started off our first month with our kids. They've got a couple shipping containers. And they started the first month we launched, nine days and eight days on each one of them. Wow. Wow. Okay. So let's talk about this. I mean, you definitely got me intrigued. I'm sure some people listening are intrigued as well. So we, we've kind of talked about the economics and you know physically how much you'd have to have in terms of occupancy to really make a really decent return on these. So I guess what I'm thinking about next is where would I put this? So so I, I think y'all have thought through some of that solution on may, maybe if someone has their own land, sure, you can put it, where can you put it? But if they don't have their own land, what are y'all looking at? Yeah, so that's the other way this works for folks who don't have their own land. That's the guaranteed 10% return on your investment, uh, putting your container on our land. So, for example, Aaron's got some land out in wine country, Texas. That's all set up for you. We even put the furniture furniture in the container for you. I mean, you don't get to keep it, but we furnish it for you because, as I said, Aaron's got a great aesthetic and we want to make this as attractive to renters as possible. So all the expenses that are normally associated with any kind of home investment, like, you know, extra insurance and upkeep and maintenance and cleaning and all the things you got to do for an Airbnb, that costs zero dollars. It costs you nothing if you put it on our land. So yeah, I'll let Erin speak about this a little bit more because she's the one that's been out there on the ground in Texas doing it. But it's it's a, it's an amazing sort of turnkey. This is why we call it Airbnb in the box. You just buy the container and you put it on our land and boom, you just collect your return. That's it. 
Awesome, awesome. Listen, here's the deal. Rome and I put on a webinar once a month and we like to share and give all the details of how you can create this home ownership on a shipping container. And what we found is right out of the gate, what do you think, Chad, was the biggest problem that one had? They liked the idea, but what do you think their biggest problem that they were having? Well, you know what my biggest problem is. I'm still trying to figure out where I would put one. I want to put them all over my part of Nashville here, but I don't have land. Land is hard to get here. So where would you go? That's exactly it. People, I cannot even tell you the list we have of people that are wanting to buy a shipping container. They're like, Aaron, Roe, we want to put it on your land, right? Because here's the thing, a couple different things. Not everybody has $100,000 or call it $200,000, but they do have $30,000. And where in the world can you invest $30,000 and get a 10% return and not have all the headache? I can tell you being an owner of 26 rental properties, it's like this. There's high months, there's low months, right? There's a roof that needs to be replaced. There's new flooring that needs to put in. This is minimalist living and it's not going to cost you a lot of money on maintenance, right? So with that being said, it's we're currently in the works of vetting out some land that we're looking to buy so that we can help others to fulfill their dreams and own an Airbnb in a box and get a 10% return on their investment amount of 30,000 if it's the 20 foot container or 45,000 10% return on that 40 foot container, right? What I love about this is, is you've really solved the barrier to entry problem for a lot. I mean, I'm a young guy, right? You know, you guys knew me when I was getting started. When you're in your you know 20s and 30s, you may not have $200,000 saved up in your IRA to go invest into a big multifamily property or something. And I tell you what, you know, the returns may not even be as good if what you're telling me is, is gospel right there, that literally with 25% occupancy, you're basically receiving half of your investment and in income in the first year. That's That's huge, you know? So I love that. Let's say someone does have land, right? Is there any limitation to where you'd recommend putting these? Or, I mean, can I literally put it on the side of a rock if I want to? Well, you have to have a flat surface to set it on. As long as the rollback truck can get in and it has 12 feet of clearance and you you have something to drive on where you're not going to get stuck in the mud, that's literally it. You don't have to have a pad. You don't have to have gravel. It just has to be level. You can put them on pavers. A lot of folks do that to raise them up just a little bit off the ground. But yeah, that's the other thing. Once you actually get it, you, it's super easy to connect and hook up. So this doesn't require a foundation or any any site work at all? No. And just real quick to piggyback on what Aaron was saying, we're now we're sort of venturing into the idea of partnering with other folks who do have land. So that's a great question, Chad. We're, we're actually looking at folks who come through and say, I have um, X number of acres. And so how many containers can I put on that? you know, that's one way to go, but you could only put one container and then maybe partner with five other people who also want to buy containers. So we're acting as sort of a source to help folks put those deals together as well, as well as putting it on our land, their land. There's a number of options. Yeah. Kind of match investors to land to product, right? Yeah. That sort of well, thing. Hundred, you know, I think at the end of the day, having multiple options is awesome, right? As a matter of fact, I got a call this morning from a really good friend of mine who's got access to 11 acres waterfront in Florida, right? So he can purchase the land, but does he have the money to put all the infrastructure in and to bring all the shipping containers there? No. So when you have strategic partners and there's a way to help make that happen and make it become a reality, that's what gets them excited. So imagine if we're in different areas and we have teams on the ground to help oversight on that, it makes for a win-win for everybody. So super exciting. 
This is incredible. So let, let's talk about the expense side a little bit, right? Like when we're operating, we all know, you know, most of us listening here have either owned property or aspiring to or something like that. We know that there's an expense load that goes with your income, right? And so let's say income is is the $14,000. If I'm buying a, a rental property, I might say, well, half of that's going to go to expenses. Well, that doesn't seem like it's the case here. You've already talked about repair and maintenance being extremely low because it's literally a airtight box, right? There is no roof. There isn't, you know, and do we have to put insurance on these things? Are there property taxes? Like, like all those things that go with real estate, does that apply here? Or is this really even real estate? So here's the thing. That is one area that yes, you can get general liability, but you really truthfully do not even need to insure these things, y'all, simply because the cost of them is so low. And the truth of the matter is we cannot get them insured. Why? Because they're considered like a shipping container. It's not considered a house. Maybe going forward in the future, they'll start doing that. But right now it's a little bit odd. So yes, general liability, we do put on these. It ends up costing us roughly $11 a month on the shipping containers to have $1 million, $3 million policy. We always want to make sure we're safe. But as far as just to put it more in so that you understand, we're talking about a water heater. We just had the Texas freeze come through. Guess what happened? My water heater in two of the containers blew, right? Because it wasn't properly protected the way that really we shouldn't have to do in Texas because we're not used to a freeze like this coming (laughs) through. But check this out. It cost me $224 to replace that little water heater versus $1,000 that you're going to pay for just a regular 800 square foot house. So the price points on repairs and maintenance for these type of things are extremely minimal. Same thing with the flooring. Think about it. You're talking about 160 square feet of flooring at two bucks a square foot, right? So just cost of things and such go awry. It's very cheap to have to fix. Wow. Well, ladies, this has been fantastic. I'd love to get to the general questions we ask everyone on the show. But before we go, I know you've gotten some people amped up, even me on this. Where can someone go to learn more, contact you about this particular product? Yeah. So you can visit our website, which is liveuncontained.com. And on there, there's a contact form. You can email us also at hello at liveuncontained.com. So yeah, just jump on our website and get on our webinar. As Aaron said, we do it once a month and you can reach us through the website. I love that. I love that. And it looks like you guys have a free gift to go along with this. Is it some sort of a lookbook or something like that? Yeah, that's exactly right. 15 creative ways to use your container home. So most of the folks listening probably know how they want to use it as an Airbnb in a box, but the, the lookbook will get you going. It shows you a lot of really cool interiors and just you know some good ideas to browse. Love it. Love it, ladies. Well, we're going to do a quick lightning round and I'm thinking one, two punch here, right? So we'll go row then Aaron on each one of these questions. All right. Yeah. So we love to know what everyone's superpower is in your business, right? So Ro, what's your superpower? I never give up. <laughs> That's it. I never give up. <laughs> there is no quit in Row, huh? Got it. <laughs> Aaron, what about you? I would say resourcefulness. There's always a way. It just depends how bad do you want to figure it out. Resourcefulness, resourcefulness, resourcefulness. There is always a way. Everything is figure outable. I love that. I love that. I love that. What is your biggest failure to date and what did it teach you? Ro. Oh boy. In life or in real estate? <laughs> Whatever you choose. They all kind of go hand in hand, well, don't this they? This is going to be a, a backing out sideways kind of answer. But honestly, like everything that is a failure, I try to look at it like not a failure. I would say, you know, when I, like when I quit my job at Google making buku bucks, everybody said, you're crazy. But I turned it into 
I made it my own because that's what I wanted to do. I quit because I needed to have my time to focus on real estate and I don't regret it. It was a little lean for a while there, but I'm not sorry. Sorry. I love it. (laughs) Aaron, what about you? Yeah, I would say probably my biggest failure is jumping in too quick to grab a partner to move into the real estate multifamily space. But I will tell you through those hardships, it makes you so uber grateful when you find the most incredible partners to work with. So, you know, when you go through the crap and you find the good, it just makes you that much more grateful. So that's mine. I love it. There's always something to be learned in every life experience. And as you two ladies know, because you're part of Quattro, one of Quattro's four pillars is philanthropy. What philanthropic cause are each of you involved in that you'd like to highlight here and maybe encourage the, audi- encourage the audience to promote? Bro? So there's a, gosh, my brain just went blank. Chris 180, Chris 360. I should know I'm involved in it. It's the charity that helps homeless gay youth that get thrown out of their homes sometimes because of their uh, sexual preferences or other reasons. And they're just kids on the street. It's really heartbreaking. So I believe in that. I I work for that, you know, volunteer with pets. (laughs) Humane Atlanta. If anyone's in Atlanta, go to Humane Atlanta and donate to them. They do great work. Kids, pets, and old people. Those those are my soft spots. (laughs) Kids, pets, and old people. I love it. (laughs) Aaron, go ahead. Um, Yeah, mine would be go to kingsransomfoundation.com. And that is really helps we go to areas such as Haiti, Nicaragua, Belize, and we go pour into the less fortunate building homes for the poor and feeding the poor. And that's where my heart's been for the last, since 2012. And so I take my kids and my families and we go travel around the world, just loving on people that are far less fortunate than us. And so when you go do that, your heart gets wrecked in a such a good way that your heart will never be the same after you've been able to give back in such a way. It's pretty powerful. Wow. Well, ladies, this has been in true row and air and fashion. This has been an efficient and impactful episode. Thank you for coming on, telling us how we can live uncontained and look for better returns with lower barrier to entry. So excited to get this one out. Have a great day. All right. Thank you. Thank Take you. care. Bye. Have you heard about the Multifamily Investor Nation Summit on June 10th through June 12th? It's a three-day information-packed event for multifamily investors with over 1,000 attendees and over 50 speakers. You will hear from experts about finding deals, raising capital, underwriting strategies, selecting markets, and so much more. I have also been invited as one of the speakers to present on the art of deal structure and underwriting. Deals are not found, they are made in today's market. Go to mfinsummit.com to grab your ticket and use promo code QUATRO, that's Q-U-A-T-T-R-O, to get $100 off of your full access pass. Whether you're new to multifamily investing or a seasoned investor, you don't want to miss this event. Join me at the Multifamily Investor Nation Summit by visiting mfinsummit.com. We hope this episode was insightful and brought value to your day. If so, please be awesome and leave us a five-star review. Find out how Team Quattro can help you at thequattroway.com. Until next time, this is the Real Estate Runway Podcast.